does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, everyone. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org is their website. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk more baseball. Brendan King will join us. We'll talk some high school baseball and uh, continue to talk about the NBA. Right now, the man himself, he is the star of the show. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Lovell. Rookie minicamp started today for the Indianapolis Colts. So all rookies that were drafted and signed as undrafted free agents reported to West 56th Street at the Colts Complex for the first of three days, including their second-round pick, Julius Juju Brents. He is a local kid. He was at Birdies in Westfield on the night of the draft. He went to Warren Central High School. Here's him explaining what it means to be selected by the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, just circling back to being a young young child, you know, just loving the coach, you know, favorite player growing up with Bob Sanders, uh, just watching Peyton Manning, like the greats, all those guys, and now be able to wear the horseshoe on my helmet. Uh, it's kind of surreal, but it has sunk in for me now, and it's just now just reframed a little bit. Now it's time to get to work for sure. He, he said he, when he first got to his locker and put on the jersey, he had to snap a picture to his mom. And so she could feel the excitement through the phone, through the picture. Here was Brintz was asked about how many family members wanted him to come to Indianapolis. Pretty much by every single one of them. Uh, <laughs> literally just like, man, how dope would it be to play for the coach? And uh, just when I kind of seen like how it was playing out and my age, it kind of gave me a little heads up. Like it may happen and get my name called. I get that phone call from Mr. Ballard. It was it was surreal. It was crazy. He was the second round pick for the Indianapolis Colts. The third round pick has got a lot of expectations from Colts fans. That's wide receiver Josh Downs. He's only been in the complex for one day and he already feels at home. Yeah, it feels like a family here. I mean, I love the environment. I love the coaches. Um, I love the playbook. A lot different from college. I'm glad to be in a pro-style offense. So, um, me and Anthony Richardson, we actually went outside last night at the hotel, threw the ball for about 30 minutes, chopped it up. So, uh, just getting to know him more, too. So, uh, I feel like it's going to be a good, uh, just a good few years here. Of course, the Indianapolis Colts in the offseason and free agency before the draft, they signed the veteran slot receiver and Isaiah McKenzie. So that's somebody that Josh Downs will have to look up to when it comes to expecting to run some routes. They expect me a lot of, a lot of option routes, um, a lot of crossing routes, a lot of drags underneath stuff, and then sometimes over the top. So uh, similar to T.Y., I just feel like uh, working over the middle is where I, where I thrive at. You're comfortable there? Yeah, I love working over the middle. A lot of people don't like it, but um, you're going to take some hits here and there, but I feel like um, that's where the money's at. So I uh, got to work over the middle of the field, being in the slot, and then maybe sometimes outside. So. 
In the NBA playoffs today, the Boston Celtics defeated the Philadelphia 76ers 114-102. Boston now leads the series two games to one. About four minutes into the second quarter, Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns all tied up at 37 apiece. Devin Booker, 18 points in the first quarter. Jamal Murray with a dozen in the first quarter. NHL playoffs, East second round. New Jersey Devils, Carolina Hurricanes, and it is all the Hurricanes in this one. Four to one, the final, or not the final, but still some seven minutes and change to go. Carolina is up in the series one game to nothing right now over the Devils. All four goals for the Hurricanes came in the second period with the Devils scoring only in the third. Major League Baseball today. Justin Steele dazzled once again for the Chicago Cubs this afternoon. It was his fifth start this year where he's gone at least five innings or six innings, and he's given up one or fewer runs today. Seven innings pitched, one earned run. He has the third best ERA in all of baseball at 1.45. Ian Happ went deep for the Cubbies. It was a two-run home run. The Cubs win 4-1. to one. They're now 16-16. and 16. Top of the ninth right now, Tigers 5, Cardinals 4. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org. Sign up today, help lives in the future. Only uh, anyone can sign up, as a matter of fact. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. There are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant and by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others their website again driven the number two save lives.org so eddie garrison uh, uh rookie and free agent camp correct uh, uh just rookies three days just rookies just Excuse rookies me. yeah rookies. and then undrafted uh rookie free agents got it okay i want to be want to be clear there so is that open to the media? Have we do we have guys who've been there? Have we seen anybody able to see these guys? Correct. The media is uh, able to go attend, uh, and they were able to shoot some footage. So if you scroll through Twitter, you know you're able to find some pictures of Anthony Richardson in a Colts practice uniform for mm-hmm. the first time. Some videos out there of him throwing the football mm-hmm. a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is just all these guys getting acclimated to one another and uh, the coaching staff being able to see these guys in person for the first time really outside of the combine and any of those private workouts that they have with them leading up to the NFL draft. Uh, how exciting it is for these guys and for their families. You know, realizing, chasing down that dream, trying to realize that dream of a lifetime from the little kid the first time you started playing Pop Warner or whatever level of football you played and uh, it, it's it's pretty neat, and I think it's fascinating too. Uh, as fans, fans are irrational. We all know it. They're they're, they're not supposed to be rational. That's why they're fans. Uh-huh. But um, you know, it's um, it's fascinating to to see. And of course, we in the media help fuel this too, because we we all uh, we tend to embellish. I mean. 
Do we have any idea how good Anthony Richardson can be? No. Uh, you know, you anticipate the fact that he can have a great career. Uh, and people, you know, they have a lot of – people are emotionally invested in this. That's that's why they're fans. But um, that is a, a, a Herculean task to come in as a rookie quarterback and take over a franchise that is not very good. Mm-hmm. That is a huge, huge task ahead of him. And I always say this – always to say this no one does anything alone i mean so he can't do this alone it'd be nice if an offensive line that used to be two years ago supposedly the best in the nfl could maybe get back to close to that same level with this brand new quarterback yeah i agree with you there and you know there's some questions to be asked too when it comes to the quarterback position of last year and maybe some of the performance of the offensive line because you know you have Nick Foles and you have Matt Ryan back there who weren't very mobile, if mobile at all. Uh, so there's not really much you can do really from an offensive creativity standpoint. So right. You can't really move the quarterback around to keep the defensive ends you know, respectable on a quarterback moving outside the pocket. And, of course, you're going to get that with Anthony Richardson. So now you have to defend more sideline to sideline. So I'm interested to see, um, A, first of all, how soon do they feel like Anthony Richardson can start? And, B, when he does start, how does that affect the offensive line because of the added Mm -hmm. element of of his legs into into the run game and into the pass game as well? That and the question that people are tossing around, too, is do you start Gardner Minshew uh, until Anthony Richardson's ready? And um, to me, that's a moot point. You know, if you're asking the question when he's ready, he's not ready. The only way to get ready is to get reps and play games and find that out. So, you know, you you have multi-million dollar investment here. Why not put him out there and let him play? Uh, it makes zero sense to me that you would even talk about not starting him from day one. I, think I mean, the, seriously. I think the only way he doesn't start is if he has some um, hindrance in uh, you know, recognizing the playbook and understanding the playbook. I think that would be like the only scenario in which I could see Anthony Richardson right. uh, not starting. Or maybe there's some like stuff behind the scenes in terms of just like him not being fully prepared yet to be the starting right. quarterback of the Colts. But like you said, uh, the best way for him to get that practice is just by right. going out and being the starting quarterback. Him. Yeah. If uh, if you're worried about the playbook, simplify the playbook. Bingo. <laughs> that's that's simple. Or, or redo the playbook to to satisfy his particular skills. Uh, it doesn't take a genius to figure this out. And so, yeah, now just begins the constant onslaught of talking about it. And quite frankly, we're going to be talking about high school football soon. Yes, August, sir. Uh, we're back. After a couple more weeks, we're going to be taking two months off and then back on August 4th. That we'll talk about later. Eddie, coming up with a scoreboard update. Eddie Garrison, the man on Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Western Conference semifinals game three, Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns. Just under five minutes left before halftime, and the Suns, are up by a dozen, 52 to 40. They're outscoring the Nuggets so far in the second quarter, 23 to 9, in large part because of Devin Booker. He's already got 25 points in the first half. 
Like I said, just under five minutes to go. So Booker on pace to potentially score 50 points or more today or tonight, that is, if he can continue the efficiency, 11 of 14 from the field. Kevin Durant has 13 points, five rebounds, and five assists, but he's been inefficient. Two of 11, he's gotten to the foul line nine times, and he's made all nine of his free throws. Those are the only two players for the Phoenix Suns that have scored more than five points. Of course, the Phoenix Suns are playing without Chris Paul as he got injured in the game. Two loss in the fourth quarter for Phoenix. On the Denver side of things, Jamal Murray is the only double-figure scorer. He's got 13 points. Bruce Brown's close. He's got nine. Nikola Jokic has been held in check. Only three shots so far. He's made two. He's got five points, eight assists, and four rebounds. Michael Porter Jr. with six points. He's got five boards as well. And of course... The Boston Celtics, they topped the Philadelphia 76ers by a dozen. 114-102, took a two games to one lead over Philly. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Season 29 of the incredibly, incredibly legendary Indiana Sports Talk. Doesn't seem possible. Uh, I'm constantly amazed that most of the young men and women who work on our show were not born um, uh, 29 years ago. Most of them weren't here 29 years ago. And so, yeah, season 29, we'll wrap it up Friday night before the greatest spectacle in racing. And then I'll take June and July off, as is customary for us. Uh, And then I'm scheduled to be back on the 4th of August to start season number 30. (laughs) Man, oh, man. Um and and I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm 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 looking forward, obviously, to um, the time off. Just kind of re-energize, if you will, and make a big push. And I would tell you that in the 29 years of the show, uh, a, a lot has changed. Um, all of my hair is white now. It wasn't that way when we started, um, but um, the technology has changed, as we all know. Um, on that first night in August of 1994, uh, Russ Maloney was my studio producer, and uh, Russ Maloney had a whiteboard. Um, I was sitting at a table, uh, and in a in what had been a converted closet, sitting at a table, and um, across from me was a plexiglass partition, if you will. And behind that, Russ Maloney with a whiteboard with five lines. And uh, he would put up line one, Joe Smith, so-and-so. And he would have to, you know, when, when that call would drop, he'd have to erase it. And so he was, during basketball, during football and basketball, he was very, very busy. And now, clearly, we have uh, computers. We have call screener um 
software. So even from my house in Franklin, I can tell you who's on the line. And so those uh, that has changed. Uh, that first uh, season, we didn't have a computer in the studio uh, to update us on what was going on. Remember, this is 1994 when we started. We've progressed. Uh, and, and at the time we started, we were uh, the ones who were compiling scores for everyone. So we started with eight radio stations throughout the state. <coughs> Excuse me. And what we would do is we would uh, have them call us at the end of their, you know, when games were over, call us with scores in their area. And we would call other radio stations, even though they weren't you know, part of our network, and we would get those scores. And so uh, we had television stations, newspapers calling us while we're on the air saying, hey, we, do you have scores? Yeah, we have plenty of scores. But nowadays, all you have to do is go on your phone and uh, you can find them um, very, very, very quickly. And so the mainstay of the show has been – uh, the conversations that we've had with the uh, coaches and uh, members of the media. And it's been – it's ha- getting harder and harder from my perspective uh, to get coaches and media people to call us. Um, don't know – maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Technology has, technology has changed the nature of what we do. Uh, so we have to rededicate ourselves. I have to, uh, certainly over the summer, and make some changes and, and make that better as we head into season number 30. And it's, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the challenge without question. I think it's going to be a, a whole lot of fun. Um, but it won't be long before it's here. Those two months go quickly. And um, uh, as I speak to you now, I I mean, I had it all the time where you think differently. So, uh, my, my guess is we probably won't do it in this 30th. Eddie Garrison, update me on my NBA since I don't have a TV. So I, 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 I have on you to help me out. Uh, right now, the Phoenix Suns, there's about a minute and a half left in the second quarter. They're up 64-50, to 50, and Devin Booker is approaching 30 points. He's already got 27 in the first half. Yikes. I, All right, Eddie. I think so we've been on the air 29 years. How, how old are you? What were you saying? Go ahead. Oh, I was about to say. I was, uh, someone we've been on the air 29 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, many, how old are you? I am 24. I turned 25 in September. See what I mean? So we've been on 29 years and you're 24. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is what I this is what I mean. I, I mean actually I think it's kind of cool. To quite frankly, I mean been on been on that long and uh uh and it's um it's it, it it's a great it, well, Scott Eaker created it um and had um he was my play-by-play guy at at IUPUI my last 2 years there. And literally, uh, when I stopped coaching, calls me a couple weeks after the announcement and says, so what are you going to do? And uh, I said, I, I mean, I told him the truth. I said, I don't have any idea. Um, I just know I'm not going to coach. And so 
the next words changed my life. You've heard this story before. Mm -hmm. Changed Mm -hmm. my life. He says, I've got an idea for a radio show that I think you'd be perfect for as a host. And it was, okay, well, let's have lunch. And he lays out the concept of, you know, small towns, big towns around our state, uh, especially the smaller towns, are covering high school sports on Friday and Saturday night, high school football and basketball. And and um, it, they are generating a significant amount of revenue off their high school packages. And he says, I've got an idea for us to do uh, a show that will create more inventory for them. And um, he comes up with this idea to have a call-in, statewide call-in show. And the idea was, we'll come in, we'll come on after the games and then take them to midnight. And it allows them to, our radio stations, to you know, expand their opportunities for advertisers and spend more time on high school sports in their particular areas. And um, it was a, I mean, you think about it intuitively. Now you look back on it and you go, hey, what a great idea. No one, no one had done it, right? And remember, we're, we're, doing this, we're doing this in 1994. No one's done a syndicated sports talk show in our state. And ESPN, I think, was maybe three or four months old. So to do what we did then uh, was unprecedented, to be quite frankly. And to be on for 29 years, that's clearly unprecedented. And so, again, it, it, I, I try to downplay the significance of the host. It's the idea, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, I've been associated with it since the start, and I, and I understand I'm bound to get uh, more credit than I deserve. But let's be honest. It was Scott's idea. Scott's great ideas now have a way of enduring. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever, sports, not sports, if you've got great ideas, you got a chance. And uh, Indiana Sports Talks had some great ideas. All right, who else? So um, – my Cardinals, are they ever going to win again? Oh, my. I don't know. The manager, and the, tonight, bench, but the manager what, and the bench coach with, just got ejected. Uh, oh, Lord. Frustration there, brother. That's exactly what that is. Uh-huh. I mean. That is, uh, it's not good. Not, they have a worse record than the Cincinnati Reds, and they were the favorite to win the NL Central. That's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. That's why they play him, Eddie. Don't forget that. Yeah. And Coming up, we're going to talk more baseball. Brendan King's going to join me. Yeah. Long way to go. That music means your long wait for Eddie is over. Eddie Garrison coming up with a scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison, minor league baseball Today, Indianapolis Indians went on the road to Toledo, taking on the Mud Hens, and they pick up a 6-3 to win. Nick Gonzalez with a solid day for the Tribe at the plate, 3-5. for five. He scored once. Indians now 13-17. and 17. You can catch the interview Bob did 
with the Hall of Famer Howard Kelman on a podcast shortly after the show, wherever you get your podcasts. The voice of South Bend Cubs and Brendan King will be joining us here momentarily. Cedar Rapids, the Colonels defeat the Cubs for the second consecutive night. Three to nothing. Final score, the South Bend Cubs are now 14 and 11. Fort Wayne Tin Caps have struggled this season, but they did not struggle tonight. They're now 7 and 17 as they defeat the Lake County Captains. Eight to three today. They got five runs in the third inning and then scored in three of the next four eight hits to go with those eight runs. They are now seven and seventeen. Lake County fourteen and nine. Major League Baseball today. The Cincinnati Reds, Chicago White Sox final score was five to four. Luis Robert a solid day at the dish for Chicago. He was three for four, including the go ahead two run home run in the top of the six. That gave Hunter Green his second loss of the season. He has yet to pick up a win in seven starts. Lance Lynn picked up his first win for Chicago after going six and two-thirds. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. So glad you could join us. Coming up tomorrow... And talk some uh, racing. Uh, it's the month of May, one of our favorite, favorite times. Uh, we'll also talk some Colts football. Uh, Kip Westner from uh, Hoosier Basketball Magazine will join us. Matt Taylor from the Colts will join us. So uh, join us tomorrow night as we, as we literally – Round a third base, head for home, come out of the third turn, whatever the worn-out, trite cliches are for uh, being about to finish something. We're running through them right now. So season 29 about to wrap up. And um, then the show will be on throughout the summer. Um, but it, uh, but I will be taking the, the June and July off, as I customarily do. And I'll return on the 4th of August as we get ready for season number 30, um, getting ready for another high school football season. So it's by way of giving you an explanation. Month of May. Hey, Eddie, what's the schedule out at the track coming up uh, in in May? So I know next week you've Brendan got the GMR. Brendan King joins me. Hold... No, go ahead. Go ahead, Eddie. GMR is next week, right? Correct, yeah. What day is that? Next Sunday. Oh, outstanding. Or Saturday. It's next weekend. We'll figure it. We'll yes, figure correct. it it's out. Next Saturday. Gonna, the, Eddie. I'm the IndyCar next, expert. Next Saturday. Eddie, hang in there. I'm going to talk to Mr. Brendan King, okay? Brendan King. Thank you so much for calling. Congratulations on the Marquee Sports Network appearance last night. Congrats on that. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Got last night on Marquee and then tonight as well. So some back-to-back action. So you know what they? Uh, I didn't. So I didn't you're, mess you're, up. So yeah. they were. They were 
enough. I didn't mess up, so they brought me back <laughs> again tonight. So, uh, on tonight, too. So, how about that? You're on the Marquee Network, and then you're on Indiana Sports Talk. I see the similarities there. I mean, I can't tell the difference, Coach. I mean, to be honest with you. Uh, but, no, it's, uh, it was a good time. Well, I can. <laughs> good time, for sure. <laughs> well, how'd the game go? Tell sure. me all about it. I know you did well, so how'd the game go? Uh, not as well, Coach. We, uh, so, unfortunately, the uh, the bats have not exactly been their hottest the last two days. We uh, we scored a combined one run over the last two games. So, not the best when it comes to some highlight calls on marquee, but tonight ends up finishing as a 3 nothing final coach. Cedar Rapids, the Colonels played some really good ball. Um, and they end up using, Coach, just two pitchers tonight. Two pitchers for a combined yes. shutout. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, their second guy was right. unreal. Uh, Pearson Ole, he pitched six innings out of the bullpen, Coach. Did not give up a run and struck out nine. That's out of the Yikes. bullpen. Um, yeah, man. So Yikes. he had some good – Why is he in the bullpen? That, that's a great question. And uh, that's probably what their manager is going to have to answer tomorrow. But, no, he was great, and, you know, that kept South Bend's bats at bay. So, Cedar Rapids has got a good ball club, of course, Coach. This was the matchup last year in the first round of the playoffs for us. We beat beat Cedar Rapids in three. And, uh, you know, the Colonels, again, have a good team. We have a good team. So, I would imagine as we go down the stretch this year, it's going to be these two ball clubs definitely competing for a playoff spot. So, it's uh, it's been a competitive series so far this Sounds, week, but yeah. you know tonight, yeah, Colonel's pitching was just really good tonight. Hard sometimes, uh, as we say, good pitching can handle good hitting, and uh, that seemed to be the case. Is that accurate? It seemed to be the case tonight. Yeah, it was the case tonight, but I, there were a couple moments, Coach, in the game that really were turning point type moments, and they came defensively mm-hmm. for South Bend. Mm-hmm. Uh, our right fielder, Jacob Wetzel, Coach, he ended up having two diving catches, one of them on the warning track, the other on the grass in right, he had two outfield assists. One, right. where he threw out a guy trying to score for Cedar Rapids, and that was a huge momentum Come point because it kept the Colonels. <laughs> yeah, right. no, it kept the Colonels to just right. run. And then the second one, he threw out a guy trying to extend a double into a triple. Um, so he had a great right. night defensively, and really those were the those were the moments that the team tried to, you know, change the momentum on. It just never happened with the bats. But Wetzel played really good in right field, and uh, the gloves have been really good all year long, too. So, uh, you know, nothing happened with the bats. Uh, Starting pitching, though, Coach, for us was really good. Cole Franklin uh, ended up throwing four innings, allowed just a run. Unfortunately, he took the loss, obviously, in a shutout. You know, he only gives up a run. It was unearned as well. So he kind of gets the short end of the stick taking the loss. But besides that, he struck out six. It was really solid. Well, there's always tomorrow at the ballpark. (laughs) That's the beauty of baseball. There's always tomorrow. And uh, you start over tomorrow. So who's on the hill tomorrow? Coach Richard Gallardo. 
is going to throw for South Bend. He's had an intriguing start to the year because he started five games. Four of his five starts, he's gone at least five innings. And I know that doesn't right. sound like the biggest accomplishment, but in A ball, if a starter goes beyond five innings, that's actually pretty rare because, as you know, mm-hmm. there are so many pitch mm-hmm. count restrictions and right. everything to go along with that. So the fact that Gallardo in four of his five starts has gone at least five innings, that tells you that he's a strike thrower and that he is able to really get through innings quickly, and that's exactly what he's done this year. So he'll try and do the same thing. He earned his first Midwest League win a couple weeks ago, and uh, he's done a really nice three-pitch mix. Good fastball at about 95, solid slider, and then a really good changeup too. So, you know, South Bend coach wants a split out of this series. They're going to have to win both tomorrow and on Sunday. So calendar-wise, where are we in terms of call-ups? Is it early still? Call-ups? Yeah. I mean, we've lost a couple guys. Um, you know, the one guy I've been telling you about over the last month, Coach Hayden McGeary, the, the Division yeah. two guy, he, yeah. he finally yeah. got called up. He was hitting 400 all of April. All of April. Yikes. And uh, he finally got called up to double-A. Right. He had a quick scoreboard check today. During the game, McGeary, uh, he's played in four double-A games now. Tonight he had three hits. So, guy hits 400 and goes to double-A, he's doing the exact same thing. So, happy for him, but it definitely makes a difference on our team. You know, that's a big loss. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I'm thinking if you hit 400 for the month of uh, month of April – you should have gotten called up sooner. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to second guess the personnel people, but what took you so long for heaven's sakes? If you can hit it. You can hit it. Exactly. But coach, I do want to give a shout out to to Matt Mervis, who made his major league debut today for the Cubs. Mervis was on the opening day roster for the South Bend Cubs last year, and he just made the big leagues. Coach, he hit three fifty with us last year in twenty seven games. He got the call to double-A, hit 300 there. He went to triple-A at the end of last year, hit 300 there. Now, to start this year, he hit 300 at triple-A, and uh, Mm -hmm. he just made his big league debut today. Picked up his first big lead hit, also had his first big league RBI on the same play. And Happy for a guy like him. Duke kid, smart, physical, big, powerful, left-handed bat. Uh, uh, David Ross said today, Coach, he's going to be the everyday first baseman for the Chicago Cubs. And he started the year last year at A-Ball. It's crazy. That's great stuff. Hey, can you hang on through this uh, scoreboard update? You bet. You bet. No problem. (laughs) Excuse me. Coming up, Mr. Brendan King from the Marquee Sports Network. Trust me, the Marquee Sports Network will stay with us as we talk ball. Scoreboard update coming up with Eddie Garrison on Indiana Sports Talk. Final scoreboard update of the night. They have just gone final in St. Louis. The Tigers defeat the Cardinals 5-4. Jordan Hicks picks up his third loss on the young campaign after just registering two outs and giving up three runs. Jordan Montgomery went six innings, gave up two. Cardinals are now 10 and 23. The Tigers are 14 and 17. Chicago Cubs are back at 500 after defeating the Miami Marlins today 4 to 1. Justin Steele's 
sensational start to the season continues. He goes seven innings of one-run baseball, lowers his ERA to 1.45, which is third best in all of major leagues. Chicago White Sox, they're now 11-22, and and the Cincinnati Reds are 13-19 after the White Sox defeat the Reds 5-4. Luis Robert delivered a two-run home run in the sixth that gave Hunter Green his second loss of the year. Robert, three for four at the plate today. Lance Lynn picked up his first win for Chicago. The Minnesota Twins, they blanked the Cleveland Guardians 2 to nothing and they pick up their 19th win. Cleveland, now 14 and 18. NBA playoffs, the Boston Celtics, they pick up the second win of the seven-game series against the Philadelphia 76ers, 114-102 behind Jason Tatum's 27 points. Going on right now from Phoenix, Denver Nuggets, they were down by double figures to start the third quarter. Now it's underneath that. It's at 9, 69-60. Devin Booker with 27. Kevin Durant with 21 points. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Well done, Eddie. Well done tonight. Great job, Eddie Garrison, on the scoreboard updates. Brendan King rejoins me, the voice of the South Bend Cubs and the star of the Marquee Sports Network. It's not premature to call you a star, is it? Well, if I'd like to think that people enjoyed on Marquee Coach. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, he was really nice. Uh, just a personal anecdote. You know, my grandma was an often watcher of us on Marquee, and my grandpa was still around. He got to watch the last two nights, so I hope that put a smile on his right. face in a tough time. But, um, yeah, I mean, the entire family got to watch, and it was special for sure. So that's all. You know, like, it's cool to have that be a part of my career here but it's even cooler to, <laughs> right? to share that with the family you know to share that with the family means more than anything career-wise for sure i think it's fan yeah it's fantastic now i've been on the air so many years that um, number one my wife seldom listened in, in all 29 years you can count the number of times my wife's listened to the show on one hand uh, her reaction normally when people ask, no, no, when people ask her, she goes, I hear him talk every day. I don't have to listen to him on the weekends, right? So uh, my daughter, you know, my daughter, I mean, she's down, obviously, down in Naples. And so, uh, no, it's my, now, now, my mom, my mom never missed, like, like mothers are. My mother would listen all yeah. the time. When I first started, we didn't have an Indianapolis affiliate. And my mom was, you know, really, she goes, you know, how can I hear your show? And, well, you can't. And, you know, I'd really like to listen. And I said, no, you know, we're working on it for years. It took us years to get a station in Indy. And that's another long and involved story. But, um, you know, she would, uh, I just know this, when when my mom passed and and my, my daughter gave the eulogy, my th- this was the best line of all time and she my daughter goes i'm sorry dad that your audience just uh decreased by one third and uh <laughs> <laughs> you know so having your family i think that's fantastic all right are you it's the month of may you're you're not gonna yeah. be back for the race are you are you really oh, coach I'm, I'm i'm coming back I, uh, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. You know, I'm very gracious that the South Bend Cubs, uh, give me some time off. I get to come back and cover the race. So you and me are going to be hanging out here on the big show in a few weeks. Um, and then I will be back in town doing the network Indiana track updates from qualifying 
and uh, covering the Rays, too. So, yeah, very gracious to South Bend for letting me come back and even more gracious to everybody back down there in Indy for, for always having me. So, no, I will be around for Qualls Week, and I'll be around for Race Week. So we'll be able to get this thing rolling. It's going to be so much fun. You know, I mean, this is going to be – it was great last year. It's going to be similarly, I yeah. think, similarly exciting this year. If I'm you, I can't wait to get back. Well, Coach, it's kind of funny. My worlds literally collided last night because the South Bend Cubs had Indy 500 night at the ballpark, and Doug Bowles, the president of IMS, oh. was at the park. He, he came on with me on marquee. I had Doug Bowles on marquee. And I was talking about Cubs baseball and Indy 500 at the same time. Can't get better than that. You've died and gone to heaven for heaven's sakes. I mean, that's Close that's what hand. that was last night. That's a, a foreshadowing of what's going on. All right, Brendan King, you make my night. Thanks for calling. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Talk to you tomorrow. Love you. Thank you so much. Love you, too. I wish I had his future. I really do. Um, you know, my future is just getting older. I just, I wish I had, I wish, what I wish is I wish I had his skill. Um, Brendan King, always a great addition to the show. Coming up tomorrow night, don't forget to join us for Saturday night's version of the show. It's It's strong. Come back. We got a little bit, more, a little more to go. So, final breaks and final thoughts. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're so glad you decided to join us tonight. You have plenty of choices on a weekend night, and to choose us, if you will, uh, is really—it's a big deal, and we appreciate you doing it. Uh, join us tomorrow night, as I mentioned. Uh, we have uh, our Saturday night show. Uh, Matt Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts will join us. We'll talk about um, rookie camp and rookie free agent camp, too. Kip Wessner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine will join us. We'll talk racing, uh, talk about the track. Mark Janes will be with us uh, talking about the month of May, which is upon us. No need to wait. It's already here. Um, my resident gearhead, Elijah Robertson, you're a gearhead. So next Saturday, we got, we got, we're already racing, right? Next yeah. Saturday. So we have the Grand Prix of Indianapolis next Saturday. And then after that, there's a day off, uh, to, as Eddie put work on their cars. Uh, and then after that, Monday is when practice starts. And that's when, you know, people start going out to the track and, wow. and then that fast, that Friday, right. let me get the right. pulled up for you here. Uh, the 19th is going to be Fast Friday. That's when they turn the lick up on the cars. They get the boost going. They start reaching qualifying speeds. You see a lot of qualifying run practices. The 20th is the first day of qualifying. 21st is pole day and bump day. They they move that they mm-hmm. move the qualifying format mm-hmm. around so much, coach, that I sometimes lose track. It used to be pole day yeah, was a separate have. day from bump day, but now they are the same day. So the cars, the mm. top 12 will to figure out where they're going to mm-hmm. be, uh, like who's going to be on the pole. Then they'll have the cars who are going to bump some people. We're going to bump somebody from the grid. So that's kind of how they're going to figure that out. And then you got a couple days of practice. Right, right. Uh, and then Friday, you have Carb Day, 26. Everyone's going to be out the track for that, uh, except for me. I won't be there. I have to work. But... <laughs> 
and then nor so, nor will I. I I'll be I'll be convalescing. <laughs> yeah, so, I'll be there. So Eddie will be there. Eddie's the Eddie's the lucky one out of all of us. Eddie. So Eddie, who's who's singing? Who who who's he? Oh, Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. I know you're uh, you're a Brian Adams fan, aren't you? I do like Brian Adams. I like uh, I like a lot of classic. He's good. Rock. He's very yeah. talented. Very very talented. All right, Elijah. Tremendous job tonight. Thank you. Thank sir. you for the update on what's happening race wise, Eddie. Tremendous. Tremendous job by you, as always. I'll talk to you tomorrow I want to thank so much our great stations. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thank our great stations around the state. For 29 years, you've all made this possible. It's not possible without, uh, without you doing it. So thank you so much for being there for us when we do it. Also, I want to thank all of you for making us the most listened to sports talk show in our state's history. We've got a lot more to go, a lot more coming up. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night for Elijah and for Eddie. I'm Bob Lovell. Thanks so much for joining us and, again, for making us the most listened to sports talk show in our state. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.